listening to the zero to a hundred podcast i am your host for the evening connor and my co-host my illustrious co-host is evan wardlaw how are you today evan i'm great it is i the illustrious co-host evan wardlaw and with us joining us today um we have two other illustrious guests one of whom is simab ali hello how's it going where are you, Seamob? <laughs> I am in Columbus, Ohio, right now. <laughs> That's beautiful. For the foreseeable future. He sounds so uncertain. And Josh, you uh, Woods is our other uh, illustrious guest. And where are you from? Or where uh, are you right now? I'm sorry. Oh, I'm calling a, a few hours away from Seamob, uh, actually, in Cleveland, Ohio. We've got Ohio Excellent. in full effect tonight. Um, yeah, this this episode's all about college, college colon its trials and tribulations. <clears throat> and you know, all four of us went to Parkview High School together. We all we all made it through the Parkview experience and kind of went off Parkview on our experience. own paths. Yeah, I mean, uh, we can we can touch on that, but. We all we all kind of diverged in our own uh, college life. I I am feeling some type of way. I'm I'm like the least educated person on this podcast right now. We've got we've got masters, we've got future doctors, we've got you know Ivy League graduates. Man, it's 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 for real this time. Uh, you know we're stepping up the technology game and the uh, you know the I think the hosting game too. Wouldn't you say, Evan? I definitely say so, Connor. Yeah, man. Um, <laughs> <laughs> I don't even know anymore. It's late. This is like take. I don't like ninety and we lost uh, count. You know, um, we're we're not we're not going to stop this. We're just going to keep going because you know that's what the people demand. So so Evan, where where did you go to college? <laughs> Uh, I went to college at the University of Arkansas in Fayetteville, Arkansas, um, which is Northwest Arkansas. NWA. And NWA, which is the deepest irony of which I'm aware in life um, for reasons that we won't get into right now. Yeah, that's where I went. It's good stuff, and you, you are not only a bachelor, but you're a master as well, and we'll, uh, we'll get into that. I, yeah, that's what my degree says. Uh. <laughs> I, 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 think it, it, I think it goes beyond that, but we'll, we'll touch on that. That's to be continued later on. Yeah, we've also got definitely. We've also got Mr. Ali, Mr. Seemab Ali. How are you, Seemab? Yes. Where did you... I'm, did you did you in fact go to college? Is that something you did? That is something I did. Uh, I went to a small college in New Haven. You might have heard of it. That's what they say, at least. Uh, I went you know, to a little a little Yale school after. in Connecticut. Uh, <laughs> yeah, you know, a little school uh, in Connecticut. <laughs> I went to college in Connecticut. You know. Um, yeah, I uh, I attended Yale after Parkview, uh, and. Um, did my, got my degree in, uh, biology and neurobiology, and now I'm doing an, uh, MD, PhD here at the Ohio State University. Um, the Ohio State University. The Ohio State University. You cannot forget that article. That article is incredibly important, apparently. Um, I was told that <laughs> at my interview, and I've been told that many times since then by, uh, OSU grads. They've, they've got to have something and by many to forms, to. even. Yeah, right. <laughs> and we also have with us Joshua Woods the second. Josh, <laughs> did you go to college? Who was the first? Um, yeah, so I went to. Uh... <laughs> Wait, are you? You're not the second. Did I mess that up? Oh, I'm. I'm, I'm not the second. 
Oh. Yeah, the second. You're not the third either? Because somehow I had that in my mind. That you were the third? Okay. I'm the original Joshua Michael Woods. The original. Yeah. So uh, I went to college at uh, Columbia University in the city of New York. That's actually its full name. I didn't realize that until like a year. <laughs> um, and oh my God, is that what C-U-N-Y means? No, no that's, that's a different school. Okay, that's city. Never mind. Yeah, city. Whatever. Something. Keep going. Uh, <laughs> so I got my degree in uh, mechanical engineering, and now I am working on my PhD in aerospace at the in aerospace engineering at the University of uh, Michigan. So technically, CMOB and I are supposed to be like mortal enemies, but uh, he's still cool people. We we expect nothing less than pitched gladiatorial battle by the end of this podcast today. <laughs> Yeah, I will. I will aim for that. All right, we have we have goals. We have lofty goals for this podcast today. Uh, but so to start us off, um, I just want to talk a little bit. Of, you know, we all went to the same high school. You know, a public magnet school in Little Rock. Um, and you know, there's there's a lot that gets thrown at us about uh, deciding where to go to school. A lot of uh, you know, kind of glossy magazines that that I think of as being almost like like pornography for college, like these super elaborate, like glossy uh, uh, things that get mailed to all of us That's showing you know, what the campus is like. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you guys know what I'm yeah. talking about, right? And like, I don't know, like I, I definitely feel some type of way about it. And, and the, I knew that all of that was essentially propaganda at a specific moment in high school which was when I, I I always thought like, oh man, like I'm getting mailings from like the University of Chicago and like Yale. And I'm like, that must mean that they're like, they actually care about me. You know what I mean? And then one day I got in the mail, a mailing from, uh, from Spelman College. Now, I don't know if y'all know what Spelman College is, but uh, there's no reason why I should have gotten a mail from them because it is a historically black all-women's college. Now, <laughs> I am a white male individual, and I'm not sure why I should have received that particular mailing, but I did, and it uh, it, it made me realize, yeah, they're just kind of sending these out to everyone, so that's good to know. Uh, I I just realized I didn't say where I went to school. I am a Hendricks College dropout. Uh, started my college education in Arkansas at a little liberal arts college. And I'm now finishing my degree at Antioch University in Los Angeles, where I'm recording at the very moment from my office. And uh, so I just wanted to uh, kind of go into uh, what, what, what did you guys think about when you were just trying to decide where to go to college like um you know CMOB when you were when you were looking at schools to go to kind of what what went into your what what went into making that decision for you in high school so hmm, there were a lot of factors that uh I tried to consider um but uh, I don't think um at the I guess, upper tier of students at Parkview, there was very much guidance. We were just told, like, oh, sh like, you're aiming big. Go ahead and aim big. Um, so I looked at big schools, and I knew, um, like, my family kind of expected for me to go to a nice school. Um, I'd spent some time in uh, Chicago or north of Chicago in a suburb, um, and sort of, but not really, got to know Northwestern, mostly by name, uh, and really thought I was going to go to Northwestern. Um, but I applied broadly, and uh, the deciding factor was mostly the financial package. And when I got my acceptance to Yale, I was very excited. Um, I remember telling my parents uh, over the phone, and my mom sounding, like, minimally excited, uh, and mostly not. Um, <laughs> uh, but we got the financial, like, uh, information and stuff from later, and they had the best package, and that kind of sealed the deal, actually. C CMOP um, always has the best package. 
Yeah, the best. Yeah. Oh, God, that's going to make Evan. me tell you that. And I, Evan. Like, I, I couldn't pull it off. How, how, how did you feel when you got your acceptance to Yale, Evan? Man, I, I felt so good, and then I woke up. <laughs> yeah. Um. Yeah. I mean, I, I, I felt that's sort of how I remember my grad school acceptance going. Literally, no one was excited when I got into grad school. I was just like, oh, I got into grad. You know, I'm sitting here thinking like, oh, I'm fulfilling, you know, this huge societal expectation. You know, I'm just like, I'm, you know, I'm about to go to grad school, do something big, and then I would tell people, and they'd be like, uh, yeah, cool, bro. And it's like, what do you mean, yeah, cool, bro? You know, I, this was blood, sweat, tears, and money I just poured yeah. into this. Yeah. And you can't muster anything yeah, better dude. than a yeah, cool, you know? So, I mean, I was I was sort of crestfallen when I, <laughs> when I got into grad school, mostly because uh, I just, I wasn't, and I probably shouldn't say this, I wasn't terribly excited to go in the first place just because I knew how much work it was going to take um and it just didn't feel it kind of just felt like something like a way to bide my time until i uh figured out you know what i was going to do next yeah. um and i mean that's sort of what it was so um, that's really interesting yeah i think yeah. um i i think that that kind of gets into um I think a lot of people kind of go through that experience where you you get to college and you're told it's what you need to do that you're gonna you know live on the street if you don't go to college that uh, right it's it's like it's the one path to success and I think a lot of kids coming right out of high school do that and kind of don't really know what they're trying to get out of the experience and kind of right. go through the motions of what they're told to do. And maybe yeah, by yeah, the time absolutely. they get to a certain place, um, you know, are uh, are are will maybe realize that they spent a lot of time devoted to something that wasn't necessarily the direction they want to go into. Um, yeah. And I I think there are pros and cons to that for sure. Um, but I want to bring in Josh here. Josh was, I don't know, man. Uh, from my perspective, and you can tell me I'm completely wrong, Josh. It seemed like you knew what you wanted to do pretty early on. Am I correct in that assumption? Uh, yeah, I, I'd actually say so. Um, I, well, actually, one of the first things I wanted to, to be was a, an animator or, you know, like, uh, really working on, like, com uh, comic books and, and animations. And then <laughs> I realized I couldn't draw. Uh, but I was always, <laughs> for real, you know? Um, but I was always fascinated by like science fiction stories, uh, uh, movies. Star Wars is still like one of the biggest influences in my life, um, and just being fascinated with uh, just technology in that aspect. And so in the eighth grade, I decided that I wanted to become an aerospace engineer. Uh, you know, at 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 some point, and, and why I say at some point, I'll get it to probably a bit later. But um. So the whole way through high school, you know, I was sort of working towards that goal, just taking as many science classes as I could. And then uh, at the end of my junior year, I actually joined this uh, Arkansas group called Arkansas Commitment, uh, which was based out of Little Rock. And it was a uh, initiative, an organization that was geared around helping primarily like African-American students uh, become exposed to like different opportunities for going to college. And my, I have four sisters, and one of them had actually been in that program before. And the uh, head of it, Mr. Hamilton, really helped guide me through the college admission process and helped me sort of select schools that were geared towards my interests. Um, and many of those were top tier schools just because of my academic standing. And what's funny about Columbia is, is that out of all the schools I applied for, it was probably the school that I knew the least about. Literally, uh, one of my friend's sisters, sorry, one of my sister's friends uh, went to our sister's school, Barnard, and my yeah. mom mentioned it in passing, and I was like, oh, okay, well, huh, might as well add Columbia to the list. Why not? Let's see what happens. And I got in, and I still remember deciding that I was officially going to go there when... Um, 
I sat down with Mr. Hamilton and there's my mom as well. And we looked at the financial aid packages from all the schools that I got accepted to. And he was like, you know what, based on the academics uh, and prestige of Columbia and its financial aid package, it'll probably be the best fit. And I was like, I agree, because <laughs> I, I wanted the money. Uh, and, you know, <laughs> six yeah. years later, here I am. Yeah, so you, so you really had kind of a, a support system uh, in high school that really helped you kind of make that choice um, or help facilitate it a little bit. Yeah. Kind of get you familiar with the process. You know, I, th I think that's really awesome um, and something that kind of I wish more students kind of had the opportunity to do because I, I don't know. I mean, I don't know if I can speak for CMOB and Evan, but, it you know, both of my parents are are employed by universities and even I felt like there was a lot of uh a lot that needs to be navigated that isn't explained to a lot of students would you all agree with that yeah yeah that boy yeah yeah <laughs> yeah and, and um, did you yeah. did you oh. only apply to the university of arkansas fayetteville um i should have <laughs> but no i i applied to uh, <laughs> i applied to boston university as well um cuz we uh, when I, I was on the debate team in tenth grade, and that's how I, that's when I, I met CMOB and uh, some of our now mutual friends, and uh, we went to Boston for a competition, and uh, at somewhere along the way, we got, I got to um, visit one of Boston University's, like one one of their offices, and I, I got like a. Uh, catalog of, of their courses and uh, and I remember they had like an African drumming class and I was just like that's that's really cool um, and uh, I mean I didn't know how college worked <laughs> yeah you know I, I had no clue like I, I, you're probably not gonna take that class but um, you know it was because uh, I, I actually in college I ended up or I was a mute or wait yeah. Now I was computer science for a week. I wanted to double major in music and computer science, but uh, man, reality set in real fast, <laughs> and uh, and so I, I ended up uh, switching to English and philosophy um, with only minimal regret, you know. Um, so yeah, yeah. I mean, it was. I think it would have been. Uh, I've completely forgotten the original comment <laughs> no it uh, this this is tie it back, but... no but this 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 is perfect because um you know i think what what you're speaking to is just that um i think we have some certain expectations about kind of what college will be like when we're applying you know we get told something by a counselor or you know you might have a meeting with um Man, with someone from yeah. the school yeah, and it's like, and I think for a lot of students, they, they realize that, uh, you know, the, the reality doesn't always meet the expectation, uh, maybe of the school or of themselves. Um, yeah. Uh, but yeah, no, I remember yeah. my mom. Oh, well, I was just going to, my mom, uh, I, at, at one point, you know, she told me that, uh, you know, she was like, in college, you know, you can decide whether to take classes on, you know, Monday, Wednesday, Friday, or Tuesday, Thursday, you know, you can have all this time off and that kind of thing. And she just made it, I, I was left with the impression that I could basically choose when my classes would be. Mm -hmm. And that's very much not how that works. Right. <laughs> you know, like it's it's not, you, you don't choose whether a class is on Tuesday or Thursday. It's like you, you find classes that happen to be on those days, if you're lucky. And it's, it's not, you know, a common, uh thing really but yeah yeah i mean I, I sort of had weird expectations too but ain't that the truth boy I, I have a i have a question just to throw out you know to for anyone to pick up but when y'all uh like first got to wherever you know you went to school did you did you were there like groups that you joined or any like did you join any extracurriculars or organizations like when you got there, like your first year or what, what was it kind of like navigating that, that very first 
you know, couple of couple of weeks of school. Uh, I can I remember there being so much. Like <laughs> millions of groups. Yeah. Like millions and millions of groups of student groups. So that they have a, they have a bazaar, uh, like early on, like it's like the first week of classes or the week before the first week of classes, and like every single group like crowds into this gymnasium, uh, and you're like. You're supposed to, as a freshman, like, walk in as fresh meat for all the groups to, like, find you and, like, grab you and steal you before someone else says. Um, like, I don't know, it was, it was uh, overwhelming, actually, finding something to do that I wanted to do. And I ended up not finding anything until I did, like, research in a lab. And that's kind of what I did with my time. Yeah, because you, I think, you know, you you and Josh were, were uh, both kind of in the STEM and science area. And, yeah. and us, uh, Evan Evan and I are, are kind of like squishy humanities guys. Um, so it's, it's there's sort of a... Because humanities. Yeah. I'm not squishy. No. Okay. I'm, I work I speak, hard for this six-pack, Connor. No. I, I speak for myself I... in my own squishiness. <laughs> I, I stand corrected here. <laughs> But uh, but I think it I think it does say something you know it's it's a different kind of thing uh, when when you're going into that um, did Josh did you find this the same kind of level of support when you got to Columbia that you had back at Parkview? Uh yeah uh, because I actually was a part of this uh, pre college program called the Academic Success Program at, uh, that Columbia does. And what they do is they bring in 50 students from across the nation and you come in and you take classes over a four week period uh, to basically get you ready for college, uh, essentially. And then you also do a bunch of extracurricular activities. But in that process, we all did like a lot of bonding together. Uh, we even had a chant, ASP 2015, swag. I know it sounds really geeky, but you know, that was our thing. We were literally shouting. <laughs> <laughs> they they would hate me if I didn't if I didn't state that right now if any of them are listening. Uh, but uh, from that group, you know, eventually throughout college, all of us go our various ways. Uh, but I did find like a very nice core group of friends. I mean, uh, some of them like you know, I consider like lifelong friends who I still catch up with like on a at least like a semi regular basis. Um, and it it was it was nice coming in already having you know some that support group because we got through uh, a lot of tough classes together which was, which was very nice where where were some of these people from that you knew like who like what what was that group that you were with uh early on Josh oh man uh probably one of the most diverse group of people i've ever had the pleasure of uh you know hanging out with just just and getting to know because um, New York period is a very diverse place. It was like a real culture shock for me. Uh, but the the ASP was geared towards underrepresented uh, minorities. Um, so I had I met people not only just from like the Bronx, like African Americans from like the Bronx, but you know Indians, uh, people from Bangladesh. Uh, one of my best friends is like from the Ivory Coast of Africa. Uh, Dominicans, uh, Mexicans, like just all sorts of people and they all brought sort of their own unique uh, perspective of the world and, and culture to the table. It was, it was a very like interesting time in that regard. And then I brought some too, being, you know, a Southern black guy. Um, there's, there's a certain amount of uh, value in that thrill, like in exploring each other's cultures. CMOB, I know at Yale, you've got like a, a residential college is kind of how they do it. So they've, they've kind of got their own thing, yeah. I guess. You get to you get kind of uh, connected to people through that. Uh, can you tell us a little bit about that? Uh, it's pretty much exactly Hogwarts. Picture that. Um, you <laughs> <laughs> you have a you have like a house, although it's residential college and not a house. And then all the people in that year, in that house, you get to know. You room near most of them, if not all of them. You share rooms with them. Every room is organized so that it has like a common room. Um, not like absolutely every room, but most rooms at Yale are like um, one common room with four attached single rooms. Um, 
And so you get to know the people that you live with, and they're the people in your college. Colleges are, like, randomly assigned. It's not like this is the house of bravery and that's the house of, you know, book smarts. Um, but... <laughs> it, it's, you, mean you, um, didn't, you mean you didn't have, like, an ancient hat sort you into, you know, your, your I did not, destiny? but... And set you off on a quest? You want to demand a refund. That's half the experience. What you doing? Oh, like, man. Like, um... They're, they're legacy students, so if your uh, parents were in a house, in a, in a college, I'm saying houses, man, fuck. <laughs> if your parents were in a college, then uh, um, you could be in it too, but otherwise it's uh, just random, and then in this randomness, they sort you based on preferences that you fill out in a survey, um, and somehow you get matched with people that you know uh, seven, eight years later, like it is now. Um I still have like a dungeon world group, which is basically sort of D and D light, like for storytellers, pretty much, I guess. Um, that I do with a bunch of my Yale friends, and I'm on like a bunch of message chains with them. They were like half of my wedding. Uh, I think yeah, I, I met like I met some I of these individuals. With. Yeah, I, I I got a chance to to peer into the world of. CMOB's uh, Yale life just a little bit. I, I don't know, even know if you know about this CMOB. Uh, uh, Eric Carter, uh, who's another friend of ours who we should definitely have on another episode. Uh, he yes, also I will listen to that episode us. many times. He, uh, yeah. <laughs> he, uh, so, 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 so CMOB, our, our man here, just got married recently. And uh, Eric and I were, were both at, at the wedding. And Eric actually... Uh, performed. He did. He completely stole the show. Um, and yeah, did an amazing he brought great. He was Eric. Crazy. Eric did an amazing Bollywood dance. Yeah, and um, he so impressed Seamob's Yale friends that they like invited him to their to their secret party. <laughs> um, and uh, <laughs> so I, I have very I have very vivid memories of this of uh, of. Um, of just after the actual wedding ceremony, uh, I went out with Eric. Uh, I, I got to go clubbing in Little Rock for the first time. That was interesting with with Eric as my guide, as my Multiple Virgil clubs. into the. Uh, yeah, it was yeah, that was interesting. And in yeah, we ended up we ended up going back to the DoubleTree, back to the hotel, and we uh, we 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 ended up going to this this secret Yale party, which. I don't know. I think just because of the reputation, I was like, "Oh man, like, what is this going to be like?" Or, you know, uh, I, I think I had. I think we have certain expectations, and of course, it's just like, you know, a bunch of people goofing off with a lot of alcohol. Uh, and uh, and but yeah, they seem like a cool group. Uh, at least the folks that you had uh, you had at the wedding, um, you know, got to hang out with them a little bit. Who, like, like what what. Were they from, like, all over the country? Were they from the East Coast? Like, who were some of these people? Yeah, um, they were from all over the country. Some of the people that I got to know were, like, international students. Um, but uh, I don't think I managed to get too many at the wedding. Um, I had a couple Canadian friends and a guy in Sri Lanka who got my invitation but could not make it. Um, but, uh, like, I have a couple friends from New York and some from Boston and uh, Massachusetts in general, and then I have some West Coast friends. Yale was uh, like pretty spread out. I was one of four or so Arkansans from my year, um, but Arkansas is a small state, so getting even four in a year is pretty crazy. <laughs> um, <laughs> like, like I, I don't know. There's a there's a huge mix in college, and it's a it's not like it's not like what you get at any high school outside of a major city, I'm sure. Absolutely. And uh, Evan, who did you who did you encounter when you made it up to Fayetteville? Man, I don't even like. I can't match what C Mob has like. I you got to start asking me these questions first, <laughs> so that I don't have to like go up against the Ivy League because it's not fair. Like I met a. I like, 
I, I won't say that because, like, I can't offend our audience. But also, man, let me talk about my audience real quick. No, I'm kidding. <laughs> Let's get into it, man. That, um, every, everyone's no, experience is legitimate here. That you've met. Yeah, sure. Um, Probably has no, I, uh, I, uh, no, I've, I've met some, some great people up here. I mean, demographically, it's a lot more uniform and a lot less diverse. We'll say. <laughs> <laughs> that is the nicest way I can think to. Uh, it was just because I mean, Little Rock is my part of Little Rock, at least the part that that we that. I don't remember where y'all live. Josh, I know where you live. Sort of. Yeah. Bro, you've baby. been on my house like um, ten times. I hope you know where Literally, it's not ten. It's like two and a half, maybe. Um, oh. I... Uh, <laughs> my Little Rock is just a lot more diverse in a lot of ways. Um, and Fayetteville, I think geographically, is smaller, I think. Um, but it also feels a lot smaller, despite having the largest university in the state um and there are probably a lot of reasons for that but i mean yeah I, i've met um i mean i've i've met a lot of international students i used to do this thing in undergrad called conversation club where we would uh they would pair two american students with three to five international um students and we would um we would we would meet once a week and just help them with their conversational English we would just converse and uh, and I did that until final semester of senior year because I just didn't have time for it after that but it was good um shout out to Naomi if she's if she happens to be listening she's over the or was over the program at least um super cool people Matthew uh and I'm, I'm gonna butcher his last name Sokolowski um Solikowski something but he got a PhD in philosophy of religion or that's his concentration. So we, I hate we never got to talk about any of that stuff. But he was involved with the program too. Um, yeah, you know, I met cool people up here and everything. Um, they all left. <laughs> 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 they are no longer here for the most part. Um, a lot all of them. The, all I mean, the cool still... people tend to do that. Oh uh, yeah, you know the cool oh, people shit. have cool Shots. stuff to do. <laughs> Shots fired. Shots fired. You know. Um, it's it's oh yeah that was a shot wasn't it I didn't even I was like shot how <laughs> I don't know how language works tell me about implication um yeah I uh no I mean we we it's weird Little, Fayetteville has has cool people I no longer know where they are <laughs> um you know they're they're somewhere uh, I met a lot of international students as well because they sort of. It was a, we had like an influx of Brazilian kids at some point and uh, made some super good. Shout out to my boy Vinicius, bro. I I miss him so much. Um, it was recently his birthday. Parabéns, however you say it. I can't. It's congrats. It's something. I don't even remember how to spell it. But um, yeah, yeah. There, I met some Italian kids because somehow I always meet Italian people. Um, a whole bunch of French people just came and they left as well. And uh Ramon, Clement, all those people, shout out to y'all. But yeah, I mean it's nothing I had no Hogwarts like C Mob, but um <laughs> But Evan, you're I mean, that sounds pretty amazing to me. I mean you're you're getting to meet people from all over the world and that was like it sounds like that was kind of your your group, like that's who you you know, got to I spend mean, time. With, I mean, I don't know. I mean, tell me. <laughs> I, I'm just, I, no, I'm it was to, it was great. It was yeah. it was super good. Um, it's just a lot of those friendships with international people are always sort of uh, is precarious. The right word? I don't know. Yeah. Um, but they. I mean, I I never really, you know, Stefan, another person who went to Parkview with us all, Stefan and some other people from Parkview and a few people from some other places were here. And they sort of, I, that was sort of the closest thing I had to a group, um, yeah. with maybe I, one I exception. I don't know, Evan. 
you know, if I remember from part of you correctly, the whole school was typically your group. Now, look, we're not going to do this right now because um, this is this is entirely yeah. untrue. I don't need totally popular. Oh, here we go. Everybody the, wants to hang the, out with the you. totally popular. Per- Did you hear how how whack that sounded, bro? You were the totally. <laughs> See, Ma, who what are your distinctions? Oh man, I uh, you know, I was Quiz Bowl champion. No, I dominated Yale and and every all the Ivy Leagues. You know, I make matter with my mind. Evan, what do you do? Oh man, I'm the totally popular person. <laughs> That's but, so, that's such, that's great. Like, I, I think this gets I, at, something, at something real, though, which is that, you know, yeah. um, it, which is. The way C Bob said, yeah. No, but. I, I think there's sometimes a difference in perception between maybe how people see what what your life is like or what how many friendships you have or how popular you are or um, how many people you have around you and maybe your own perception of how it's really going and maybe what the quality of those friendships are. Man, bro, uh, for so real. I, I think that's something that a lot of people, you know, go through in college, which is like you're you're meeting new people, you're or maybe if you went to school in state, you're seeing some of the same people who you went to high school with, but maybe that friendship changes while you're in school and maybe it, it evolves and, and you know, adjusts itself. Just because, you know, people, Yeah. Yeah, people go on different paths. They have yeah. you know, you in college you're kind of finding out what you wanna be doing. And, you right. know, it, maybe someone who is your best friend in high school just, you know, hangs out with different people and goes on a different trajectory. I mean, uh, Damn, so, yeah, I mean, that's yeah. literally it. And I mean, the thing is, I that sort of like it, it's it's what's weird, because I mean, I, I stayed. the thing is, I stayed I did my undergrad and my grad degree both at, at uh, uh, the University of Arkansas. And it's just. Like, that happened, except, like, times several hundred yeah. <laughs> You know, it's like, it, it it was just, it was sort of a, it was a transition that I was not in any way prepared for. You know, I was just, you know, I, I was, I, you know, not even young and idealistic. I mean, I was old and idealistic, honestly. It's just like, yeah, you know, we're going to be best friends forever and it's just like nah bro time and distance has a way of <laughs> withering <For> relationships <laughs> and it's Goodness. and i mean it's not 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 <laughs> like i'm si- I, bro i'm so serious not even to be i mean i used to be like really sad about it but i mean it's it's you know i mean you sort of get used to it you know like when my my french friends were like here for three months and then they had to leave and i mean we're still cool yeah but like you know, I was also just sort of prepared for it. You know, I was just like, I mean, you know, let's kick it while we can. Y'all aren't going to be here that long. You know, and it's like, I'm, you know, it just sort of, it, it is what it is. I mean, there's sort of a, a <laughs> you you recognize the ephemerality of everything. Yeah. <laughs> and no, totally. it, uh, you know, and it's like, it's it sucks. And it's also um, sort of, what makes new things possible you know in a sense um i don't know yeah yeah i think i think no yeah i think that's that's very true i mean there's there can be a kind of transitory quality to uh to especially if if you're you know like you said you were you were kind of hanging out with a lot of people who were um maybe exchange students or visiting from other countries and you know uh, but even if it's even if it's What's that? Even if you're, like if you're not gonna stay in the place, or if they're not gonna stay in the place, right? Like you know, right? You're yeah, yeah, yeah. I was see them yeah. so long, right? Right. I was yeah, and I was about to say it's like it's in the part of the thing was it's like it wasn't even just exchange students. You know, it, it was people I yeah. was used to seeing around yeah. for like four year, four and five years, and then it's like all of a sudden, you know, next week I found out oh they moved to Chicago to get a new job and that kind of thing. And I and you know it's like I'm happy for them, you know, of yeah. course, but it's just like. You just you sort of watch your social uh, world sort of reset itself, and it's just a very, you know, at first, 
it's something to get used to, you know, and it's something that if you're unprepared for it, it can sort of put you in kind of a dark place, you know, but I mean, right. it's, it's also, um, you know, I mean, something to, to eventually, I think, um, uh, look upon or regard positively, I guess, um, you know, and, it's like, yeah, you know, people are doing things. And Evan, like, I know it's like going from high school to college and now to grad school. It's like, it became exponentially harder to make, like, not just friends, but like close <laughs> friends. Like, yeah. bro, for real. For, yeah. Seriously. Um, and part of that just has to do because of who you interact with. That bubble is just kind right. of ever shrinking. Right. And now I'm like terrified. Yeah. Like, when I graduate, it's like, I'm not going to have any friends <laughs> who am i gonna know no and i mean it's just like yeah i mean you're, you're completely right and that's that's mm. sort of you know i was all the all the stuff like like all those pre-college programs you mentioned and some of the ones cmot mentioned it's all of that stuff is sort of stuff that i took for granted you yeah. know because it's just like I, I sort of they forced me thought you know right <laughs> I, it's like i was like oh all these kid you know everyone all, all of us are going to be here you know forever and all that sort of stuff it's like no man once you become an adult and you get like a, a steady job and all this sort of stuff i it's it's a lot more difficult the good thing about college is that like it's a constant influx of new people um mm -hmm. you know that's the blessing and the curse you're constantly surrounded by people and so it's easier to socialize but like in the quote-unquote real world it's like, man, how do adults make friends? Like, I don't. What do y'all do? Like, I, I don't, I don't understand. Like, for real. Like, outside of, like, I don't. What if I don't want to see the same five people, <laughs> you know, every single day? You know, what if I want something else or something bigger? Or, you know, um, it's just it's surprisingly difficult to like find. Um, and I think in in bigger cities. Um, and especially near more prestigious colleges, it's easier, possibly, um, which is well, one of the reasons I sort of want to get out of Fayetteville. Yeah. Yeah. Well, I just want to uh, say, I mean, uh, that's, a, that's a good kind of transition to you, C-Mob. Um, uh, I also, you kind of have had the experience of being in a long-distance relationship uh, when you were in college. And kind of, you know, I think that kind of can have its own dynamic. A very long distance relationship, in fact. Yeah. You know, uh, did that really kind of affect kind of what your experience as an undergrad was like? I'm sure it did. Um, other people had different experiences, so it must have, right? Like, um, so I've been dating my now wife for years. I think it's eight years or something now. And, I mean, married for half a year. So, uh, around college, we um, we started long distance and initially used things like Skype. And so Skype was up constantly in my bedroom. Um, she would be there and she would be accessible to me. But also, if I was out for the day, um, my friends, my roommates uh, who would walk through... Like, these rooms are really open. People would just barge into places all the time because... Um, how we lived, I guess. Um, so a lot of people got to know Mackie. Sometimes Mackie was, you know, even if I wasn't there, they'd just walk in and talk to her. Um, I remember uh, one time when I, so I was a freshman at Hendrix, and I think it was Mackie's birthday. Uh, it was something like that, and and somehow I got invited to it. I guess Mackie invited me. And I drove down to U to UALR, the University of Arkansas at Little Rock, which is where where Mackie and many other people we know uh, went to college in our in our hometown. Because uh, I, I went to school just like 20 minutes away from there, and I drove down. It should not be 20 minutes away. It should be a lot longer, shouldn't it? <laughs> yeah, it, but you know, if you're going 80 <laughs> miles per hour, you know, that's that's how you get there. Uh, but but I remember going there, and that was the first time I, I got to experience the life of the Donahue Scholars, which is fucking, like, I should have done that. But anyway, that's a, uh, a whole other story. <laughs> they had, like, a full apartment at, like, as yeah. freshmen, and they, it's a really amazing program. You know, shout out to Donahue Scholars. Um, yeah, shout out and, to the Scholars, man. Yeah, and uh, 
And I remember we were having this party and you were on Skype like the whole time at this thing. And I thought it was really yeah. cool. Like we were, we were not that far out of high school then. Um, but, but I could tell that, you know, I, I kind of knew some of the, uh, some of, you know, what, what the relationship was like between, uh, you and Mackie in, in high school and kind of, um, yeah. everything it took to make that work. And I was just really, really kind of blown away and still am that you were kind of able to keep that going, you know, despite the distance, you know, um, and, you know, I had something similar. I, I was also in a, in a semi long distance relationship in college. For me, I could hop in the car and, and go see my, my then girlfriend at the time. But, uh, but mm-hmm. yeah, it, it, it really, uh, you know, the fact that you were able to have something that started in high school, make it work all the way through college, you know, <laughs> thousands of miles away. No, seriously though. And like, you know, keep it going through Skype and then, you know, end up living together in Ohio doing, you know, grad programs at the same university. I mean, hats off, man, that, that takes some, takes some doing. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. Uh, I, like, I don't know, Mackie's just my, uh, my constant, I guess, in, yeah. uh, in life and how I, really how I progressed through college, right? Yeah. Um, I wanted to say earlier, like, we, we have these illusions, right? Like, you, <laughs> you guys keep joking that I'm this super successful guy, but, like, um, I wasn't, like, anything, like, sometimes I was special at Yale, but most of the time I wasn't special at Yale. There were tons of people who were crazy and amazing yeah. at what they were doing and doing the same thing that I was doing and better. Right. Um, but, uh, like, and I had, I had like home life difficulties then too. Right. I had, uh, I don't know if I want to call it identity crises, but I definitely had, uh, difficulties with like planning our future. How was I going to be able to like get married and have a family and have my family okay with it? Um, there were a lot of things, uh, but um, uh, one thing we were talking about with the relationships, I feel like uh, because Mackie was, um, you know, so well known to everybody, everybody got to know Mackie um, yeah. and also got to know me. Right. So like it, it kind of, I don't know, it solidified relationships that might not have been maintained as well if they also hadn't got to know this other constant in my life, right? Like, if you go to, if you get to know your friend's parents, for instance, then you're going to know your friend a little bit better um, and contact them a little bit more, especially if you like their parents. Um, if you like Mackie and you want to sit down and talk to Mackie, you have to sit in my room. <laughs> uh, and, <laughs> that's funny. Yeah, so um, I think that's helped a lot, actually. Uh, it's not, not something that, like, it's not a reason to have a long-distance relationship by any means. But uh, it's probably changed my experience with college relationships compared to other people who, like, you know, have to for- like, I-, I still don't contact them or hear from them as much as I'd like to. But we we try a little more. And maybe I maybe we've just grown and we know, like, uh, it's cliche, but you have to put effort into relationships in order to have them in order to maintain them. Um, yeah. And the more effort you put into it, the more other people will realize that you're putting some effort in and maybe they should try to do the same. Uh, whether or not they do. Right. Like, that's. It's a difficult thing for anyone to do, but, um, yeah, relationships are hard, whether, whether it's yours or, you know, like just friend relationships, they can be hard too. Uh, yeah. Yeah. I mean, and I, I think part of it is also knowing or, or learning how to tell, you know, which relationships, you know, personal and otherwise aren't worth the effort, you know, of, yeah. of, cause I mean, they, they require maintenance, you know, I yeah. mean, it's, it's not. And I, you know, yeah. I don't say that to be, uh, you know, negative or anything like that, but it's just like, no, I mean, sometimes it's okay to let people go, you know, and I, I think that's something I had to, you know, really learn. It's like, you don't, you know, I, you're not responsible for having to, uh, you know, hold on to people and, and, you know, keep them tied down and everything like that. You know, it's like, no, I mean, you know, sometimes uh, things just naturally, um, you know, come to an end, and that doesn't mean, you know, it's like, I, you know, I have to, uh, you're, you're not, you know, I'm still cool with everyone I'm, I've drifted away from, it's just that we've drifted, that's all, you know, I mean, and, and that's okay, you know, you don't have to, I, I, I can't afford to upkeep every relationship, you know, I've got to sleep at night, <laughs> I've right. got other things to do, um, got podcasts you know, uh, 
podcasts to record, um, food to eat, mixtapes so to finish. So forth. Mixtape set, yes, we yes, <laughs> mixtapes to finish, um, essays to you know everything, and so it's just like, you know, yeah, I mean it's it's, but I I think you're right though, um, uh, about, um, all of that. Also, C Mob, I a, a sort of, uh, vaguely related aside i I met someone who who reminds me of you so much he's this uh i i've met your black uh clone like that's awesome i i'm so sad i I tell him all every time i see him i'm just like you remind me of my friend c-mob and like i just like even y'all's mannerisms and like your 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 speech cadences are sort of similar and like he's also he he's gives off mad scientist vibes and he's like um he's getting his phd in some kind of engineering that i don't understand and he's got like 17 different like side plans that he's shown me and they're these incredibly developed like things you know and it's just, he's incredible like y'all are just y'all yeah, are literally the same person yeah he's you like he's like yes and he just I- I have yeah. a question to ask you that I don't think you've ever been asked by anyone before. I'm ready. All right. Are you thinking about getting your PhD? I am trying not to use profanity as much as I <laughs> normally do. Um, <laughs> and you're making that really difficult for me. And so I don't really appreciate that. Um, Yo, on iTunes, normally, we're listed as having clean lyrics. So we got we got to keep it clean. We're doing this for the for the... For the children right now, we teach. For, right, yeah, for the children, right, yes, exactly. Yeah, I and so, like ten times already. In my no, that's fine. But see, but but you you, when people ask this question, I go on a profanity laced tirade. Um, the short answer is no. Um, <laughs> the long answer and... is hell no. <laughs> right, yeah, with like twenty L, you know, and uh, no, I mean I. Um, you know, I considered it at some point. I, there was a time when I wanted to be a professor. Um, I, I've always been interested in linguistics. I still am. And if I did a PhD, it would be in linguistics. Um, but I just, I have all sorts of um, just issues with um, uh, the university as a system, I guess, you know, and, um, mm. you know, just sort of. I, an unwillingness to tailor my interests and uh, the things that I write to certain scholarly expectations that I have no desire to fulfill. And I'm also just really tired. Um, yeah. You know, I, I've given a good 18 years of my life to school and it's just time to stop. <laughs> uh, you know, there there's more to life than, uh, you know, I spending most of it in in a classroom and i and i and i'm grateful for all of my professors they've they've all been fantastic especially in my grad program they've been wonderful my students have been awesome uh you know they're all it's it's nobody's fault it's just the it it's the university as an institution just just is not at all attractive to me uh, anymore now that I know the ins and outs of how it works and you know the politics of uh, you know academia and stuff um, yeah I'm, I'm good on a PhD uh, we're chilling like trying to I, I'm trying to get this rap thing <laughs> where it needs to be um, you know but I mean maybe when I'm like because I one of my old philosophy professors um, Shout out to him. He knows who he is. Asked me if I wanted to pursue grad work in philosophy because that's what one of my undergrad degrees is in. And uh, and I was just like, I mean, maybe when I'm like 80. <laughs> it's like, I don't think anyone I know is going to be alive by the time I decide to go back to school. Um, and the thing is, it's always going to be there. Um, one hopes. <laughs> we don't know anymore uh, as it happens. But yeah, I mean, you know, it's school. School isn't going anywhere. They'll always be there to take our money. So, um, yeah, yeah I'm good. I, I think that says something, which is, uh, you know, a lot of a lot of people, you know, you've you've literally been in school 
you know, for for us, we've all been in school like our entire life, and you yeah. that especially if you're not you know taking a gap year after high school or going right. off and working or doing anything else. I mean, you're still right. on it, and you're still. And I mean, and college is different, very different from high school, and grad school is different from college, but it's still essentially school. And I think there are people who, you know, go through, uh, you know, a really long time, like they're, when they're in their like late 20s, who emerge from, you know, primary school, undergraduate, graduate, and, you know, spend a couple of years in that. And then they suddenly emerge in the world of work, and it's like, I don't know any reality except for the school reality. You know what I mean? Uh, yeah. And, and yeah, yeah, I yeah. I've, I've got. Yeah. Yeah. I, I mean, there were people in my program who um, came back to school for that reason, you know, um, or who were, you know, dissatisfied with, understandably, you know, dissatisfied with, um, you know, uh, the corporate world and the corporate life and all that sort of stuff. I mean, it's, it's, you know, one thing I've, I've sort of realized is that I, not everything is for everybody. You know, I, I've had to learn to sort of separate my desires from those of others. You know, like I, all of literally everyone I know with like maybe two or three exceptions, uh, either is going to get a PhD or wants to go on and get a PhD and become a professor or something like that. I have like negative 5,000 desire to do that. I, desire, I, I've made desire into a unit of measurement and it doesn't make sense, but you understand <laughs> what I mean. Uh, like negative 5,000 units of, of like whatever. Um, yeah, I mean, you know, it's just, I, I don't, I don't want to do it and that's okay. You know, I'm still, I, I'm cheering on all of my friends who are still in school from the sidelines and I'm gonna stay here on the sidelines for the foreseeable future because um, school we're, just sucks we're <laughs> and that that's the that's the end of this podcast <laughs> right. <later. laughs> school sucks. that's Sorry. a wrap yeah. uh yeah so yeah, yeah fuck school drop out and uh, no uh right yeah we, be a we rapper, are, man we are cheering on uh i think that's a good way of putting it our our two friends here on the podcast yeah who are going on and doing you know really incredible work i mean josh yeah, yeah, yeah. You've, you've gotten the chance to to you know not only you know be studying what you're passionate about but actually to take it to um you know the places where they're actually applying the kind of engineering that you're doing i know you've been to like uh, nasa and jpl um so you've really had the experience to kind of integrate i guess kind of work and school yeah it's um I think that's one of the unique experiences that really allowed my college experience to come together um, because I got my first internship at NASA right out of my freshman year uh, by, you know, for a number of uh, factors. Um, one of those being that I was a part of this uh, organization called the National, so National Society of Black Engineers. And, you know, they helped uh, me in my first year uh, figure out the professional world a bit more and that allowed me to secure an internship. Um, but I've been doing internships and co-ops, which is when you take time off to uh, during the fall and spring semesters even to, to go work and just bouncing between school and these internships, I feel like has really allowed me to focus, I guess, my efforts, so to speak, uh, in certain areas and really helped me figure out what I wanted to do um, to level that. If I, if I didn't have those internships, I don't think I'd be pursuing a PhD right now because I don't, I don't, I, I wouldn't know enough about the, the space industry, which is what I'm interested in to, um, you know, really figure out where I could uh, make the, the most impact. Um, so, so that, that, that just really helped me out. And um, I, I'd, I'd really encourage anybody who, who goes into college, like, just try to find some internships in your field. I know it's, like, super hard, but it really is worth it just, just getting that kind of experience. Yeah, absolutely. Um, and so I guess the people listening to this podcast, hopefully, you know, we've got some uh, 
some folks who may be, um, they might be in high school and thinking about where they might be going to college or maybe, like me, have taken some time off school, have worked, um, have done kind of other things in their life and then are kind of deciding if they want to go back again. I mean, um, CMOB, if you were, like, talking to someone right now who is at Parkview, who's a senior, who's thinking, like, you know, being shown all of these options and, you know, the, the huge array of, of kind of opportunities yeah. in schools that are available. What would you tell someone, you know, who's, who's trying to make sense of all this? Man, uh, like, I would want them to figure out what's right for them. Um, but that's like an impossible thing to ask when you're a high school student, right? You've been... Uh, told what to do most of your life, you're trying to make this major decision, you have very little information at hand to make the decision with. Um, it seems like college is probably a good place to go. It might not be the best place if you're, you know, not wanting to get a degree that will help you pursue real aspirations of yours. Man, I, like... The more that I've thought about this, the more like hesitant I am to give real solid advice. Yeah. Um, I guess I, w I would reiterate the like, don't get caught up in the in the illusions that we have of other people's lives, right? Like, um, I have a very happy life. This is probably the best my life has ever been, the happiest I've ever been. But I still have difficulty. I'm not like this amazing success. I um, and working at it, other people in your life will look amazing and successful and you will wish that you had their lives, but, um, everyone's got their challenges and, uh, what you see posted on Facebook is not someone's whole life and they're also not your metric. Uh, your life is your metric and what's good for you is, uh, not, not their life, but your life, right? Man, where's the collection plate, bro? That was seriously. Word, we out here in the, you know, in the pews. Evan, do you have a metric? <laughs> What's your metric, Evan? I mean, I, I wake up every morning. Notice and I'm like, I'm hey, I made it. Like, I don't have to answer a single one. <laughs> no, I, this is very true. Yeah, I, 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 sh I should have been. I just, I'm not good at asking asking questions. Um. I mean, I man, I honestly. You you text me huh? questions all the time. Here we go. You um, texted me last night saying, Josh. You... Look, Josh, you ain't got to dig into our personal. Uh, you know what I'm saying? Josh, it's tell between me about that. I, you know what I'm saying? I sometimes I'm curious about that. Anyway, I know. I'm saying that like, you're good uh, at asking questions. Oh, oh, okay. Yeah, I, see, I, 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 I come in mind. Shut up. <laughs> Um, what was I gonna say? No, I mean, yeah, everything C Mob said was a, uh, I, I thought spot on. I mean, it's a, uh, man, I, I'm an adult now. Like I can comfortably say that, and I, I couldn't say that last year. I, if I, I, I mean, I'm, I'm really hesitant as well to give, you know, solid advice, partly because my circumstances were so unique in a lot of ways. Um, you know, I just don't really know what exactly would be helpful. Um, but I mean, yeah, you know, finding what's right for you. Um, I mean, that's, I think that's the main one, you know, um, know yourself, you know, learn about what it is you like and, and, you know, and why you like it. Um, you know, don't, don't pursue someone else's dream, um, because it's not yours and it won't make you happy. Uh, when you attain it. So, I mean, it's, it's, yeah, you know, I mean, I, I used to sort of, I think, and I, I suppose we all perhaps do at some point, um, you know, suffer from, you know, I, I, I'll look at, you know, oh, so-and-so just got a new house and started a family. And it's like, you know, I think there was a time when maybe I'd feel like a flicker of envy. And now I just feel exhaustion, you know, because it's just like, that's a lot of responsibility, you know, and I, I've just come to realize, like, these people don't have anything I want, you know, and, and that isn't to, you know, uh, be pejorative or, you know, anything like that. But um, it's just 
I, I don't want the responsibility of a family. You know, I, I don't particularly want my own house to keep up with and all that sort of stuff. Um, you know, I, I'm going after what I want. And it took a long time for me to, to try and um, figure out what that was. You know, and it, it's, it's, I think, key in a lot of ways. So, um, yeah, you know, and we could go a lot deeper with that, but. Yeah, yeah. We we uh we're we're getting over an hour, and so I just want to say that I think the message here is is be yourself and know that that's good enough. Don't don't use that cocaine or marijuana because that stuff is highly <laughs> addictive, and uh, Indeed, and it's expensive. Yeah, exactly. So uh, not that I know. I, why did I say that? <laughs> Anyway, uh, that that was a Frank Ocean reference, who I just saw at FYF, and uh, yeah, and I think that's it. I think we've uh, we've you've made it through another hour of of zero to a hundred, and you know I I'm not sure what the next episode's going to be about. I think uh, Evan and I have it written down somewhere. Yes, but uh, yeah, but you know we'll be back. You know maybe in two weeks ish. Is that when we're going to try to do this? Every two weeks, that's, I don't know. Uh, yeah, I was about to say that's the tentative goal. Yeah, you know, I mean that's it's, the ambition. Uh, you know, we've we've, we've cracked. By ear. Yeah, we've cracked. Uh, you know, uh, another uh, technological ceiling with this podcast. I just pray that it comes out because we had a great conversation. Um, yeah, thank you, CMOB. Thank you, Josh. Uh, no Shout out the music dude. What's that? The music Evan? dude, Jay, uh, Jay Yeah, man, uh, shout out to Jay Blanked. Yeah, we Jesus even Christ. C-Mob yeah. knows Jay Blanked because dude is, you know, <laughs> making it in this rap game, in this producing game right now because he gets indeed, the shout indeed. out and the credit on 0 to 100 for providing our most excellent intro music. So go check out your boy Jay Blanked on Twitter, SoundCloud. He's got his website. Man, the, the dude is everywhere, and you should really download his music because... You know what? He gets the uh, the cosine, and uh, that's what we do here. Came so. full circle. <laughs> <laughs> oh shit! Uh, I need to plug my wife's podcast. Um, it's oh, the yeah. story of us at OSU. Our, uh, if you just look up anthropology in the iTunes store, if you want to hear anything about anthropology and cultural anthropology or um, paleoanthropology, the study of man. Uh, my wife put together this podcast and is leading it with uh, the department at The Ohio State University. Um, check it out. It's called The Story of Us. I just wanted to say that. You can cut that out if it's hey. too much of an advertisement, man. No, nah, bro. <laughs> I have to check that out. Paleoanthology. <laughs>